Hey everybody, welcome to this special influence episode. Uh, this is probably going to be one of several episodes. I'm reading the influence book by Cialdini. It's a phenomenal book on psychology, marketing, and sales. This is going to be my first episode and this is about the principle of reciprocity. <laughs> and there's several things in this chapter that are just absolutely incredible. So here's the backstory. So he tells a story in his book where they're trying to figure out if they could get college students to volunteer to go spend an afternoon watching a group of troubled teens. Basically, they got to take them to the zoo and watch them for, for an afternoon or something like that. And the study went something like they just would walk up to the teens and they would talk to them and say, hey, can you guys help watch these troubled youth for the afternoon? Or maybe it was like two days or something like that for one afternoon and then the next day that afternoon as well. And they got no after no after no after no. And uh, what's really interesting is, is the next part of the study was, okay, now we're going to give them something that's way, way, way more difficult and way more of a commitment. And if they say no to that, then we believe that we will actually get more people to say yes to the two afternoon deal. Okay, so then they started going up to the college students and saying, all right, guys, so we have a troubled youth program. You're going to be a volunteer. Your commitment is going to be a two-year commitment every afternoon, every weekday afternoon, blah, 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 blah. Just made this huge like commitment that was so, so, so easy to say no to. And basically, all of the college students pretty much said no to that. And then they followed it with a new offer and said, okay, that's okay if you can't do that. We do have this program where you basically you volunteer for two afternoons and you help take the troubled teens to the zoo. And 60% of the people, it basically was like zero or like 20, 10, 20% said yes before that improved to 60% of the college kids then agreed to the two afternoon zoo trip with the troubled teens. Isn't that interesting? It was like a 40%, maybe even 50% increase on people who said yes to their core offer just simply because they said no to an outlandish offer before. And this actually got me thinking immediately, obviously about dental implants, just like everything else does. And I know for a fact, there's several of you who present deals from the lowest to the highest, such as when they come into the office, you'll present a two implant overdenture and then go up from there. Okay. So they started talking about a couple other things. As far as like when you present prices, how should you present in order to be able to get a yes much easier? In this example, they were at a suit shop and in order to sell some regular price suits and some sweaters and stuff like that, they did a study where the people who were coming in to buy a suit, they would go to their highest end suit. And I mean, shoot, if they buy the highest end suit, fantastic. You know, that's icing on the cake. But when it was too expensive and then they showed them a regular price suit or a regular suit or just some sweaters, they sold 
way, way, way more merchandise when they did it that way. Okay, so then I was thinking, you know what I'm thinking right now, right? I mean, if you're listening intently to this, you know exactly what I'm going to say next. Now, I don't know in what order you're presenting to the edentulous patients, right? Or the full arch possible recipients. But I wonder if you presented strictly the full arch as a solution. And a lot of what we've been doing actually in the past is have all of the options, all of the full arch options, like overdenture with two implants, four implants, then you actually have your full fixed solution all on one sheet. I wonder so much if we actually switch this up now and say, listen, this is the full fixed arch solution. This is the best solution. And of course, we want to sell that option right from the get-go. You may or may not be doing this, but boom. Here is this option. It's it's obviously the most expensive. Anything you show them after that is going to be more affordable. And it's they're going to be more likely to say yes to that because they've seen something that's so much more expensive. However, if you get them and you sell them on that thing and they say yes, boom. I mean, that's what we want them to do, right? That's the biggest, best solution. But if they say no and then you show them the next one, that is the overdenture with four implants or whatever, however you do it. Instead of $25,000, it's $14,000. They're going to be that much more likely to say yes to that. And then you can go down to your overdenture with two implants, which is $10,000, whatever your pricing is. Okay, now this is very, very interesting. Let me know if that sparked some kind of idea in you on how you could present or what you might present differently but if I were to redo the presentation sheets and the presentation style, I would strictly have a one sheet, one model that I would, I wouldn't even bring out the overdenture model initially. And I would just focus on that full fixed arch solution with that price and everything like that first. Once you got to know, I would then go to the other ones. Okay. And now that's interesting. But obviously, you're going to try to get the yes. But if you get the no, go to the other ones. And I bet the overall case acceptance will increase based on the psychology, the proven psychology of what I just read in Robert Cialdini's book, Influence. Okay, now, obviously, I haven't tested this out yet. It's just an idea. Let me know if you're interested in hashing it out even further. I would love to help with that. But here's to selling more cases and changing more lives Right here, you heard it here on Dental Implant Marketing Secrets Podcast. Thanks, guys.